0: Hello, and welcome to episode 230 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And today, we talk about my precious. Ooh. My ring. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about Lord of the Rings, um, tales for a Middle Earth, um, with an eye towards modern.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's really the only place these have a chance, right?
0: Um. I think, I don't think there's a ton of them that I looked at and was like, legacy needs you. Right. Um, And I I guess it
1: depends on how powerful uh, being tempted by the ring is because we've been wrong a whole bunch of other times with
0: initiative and whatever else. We'll just get into this real quick. This is just like intro, boom, right into some stuff and then we'll get back to intro. I think the difference with initiative, I saw someone bring this up, like, once you got the initiative, you didn't have to do anything. That's true. Right? Like, it just kept trucking, and, like, so, like, I was playing against Bowman playing blue light control, and he just couldn't let an initiative creature resolve. Right. Because if I did, it was just like, okay, you're going to take five, and then, like, I'm going to draw a card, and then I'm going to look at the top ten cards of my library and put a creature into play. Yeah. And then do it again. Like, what are you going to do, like... You've got to, like, find your, one of your, like, three sharks and hit me with it? Come on. <laughs> so yeah. if you are interested uh, in, like, reaching out to us on social media and being like, hey, I love me a Frodo. It's like, okay, which Frodo? You can um, <laughs> you can uh, get us on social media. All those links, Facebook, Discord, qu- Twitter, are in the description, so go check those out.
1: Yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, also, if you got any... Anything that you want us to talk about as far as shows go, because we're going to be heading into the the dreaded uh, content drought. So if there's anything you guys want to hear about, let us know. Like Brian said, all the links are in the description to hit us up. Um, If you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Follow that link on over to TCG Player. Anything you purchase, we'll get a percentage of that'll help support the show, pay for you know, all the bills that we have that are show-related. Um, if you're looking to support us more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash Patrons get access to our show notes, so you get kind of a sneak peek about what the show is going to be about. They also get access to our pre-show, about another hour's worth of content out of us. Today it was some more sweet bridge content. We know how much you guys enjoyed that last time, so we got some more for you. All about bridges. Uh, patrons also get put on my mailing list for when I have cool swag to send out to you guys. Roughly every other month I try and get something out um, when, whenever I can, I do. Um, if any of that sounds good to you, or if you just wanna show us how much you appreciate the work that we do, uh, Patreon.com slash MTG is where you go. And chip in whatever you feel like we and slash or the perks are worth and help uh, to keep the show going.
0: Yes, please. Yeah. So, disclaimer, I think both of us have probably uh, interacted the least with Modern in the last like year or so. Yeah. Uh, So other than some, you know, videos here and there and like, you know, just kind of maybe having like a general vibe of kind of what's going on in the format, we Mm -hmm. are kind of relying on just like our understanding of what Modern Horizons 2 Modern has been since MH2 has come out. So like, you know, again, don't, don't like take a mortgage on your house and like buy a bunch of protos. Or something well
1: I don't know that any of the cards we picked are like the chase card of the set
0: either I mean what do you think well what do you think is the the chase card like I think that I knew you were gonna ask me that and I really don't know well like I've seen some people talk about like the one ring like not the like one of one one ring yeah like the, like one, the ring, one ring uh, being perhaps being being the thing. Uh, or, um, gosh, there's not a lot that jumps off the page power level wise.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess the one ring is the, the most expensive card in the set.
0: Uh, how much is the one ring right now?
1: 37.92 according okay. to
0: Goldfish. Gotcha. Or $2 million. Yeah.
1: Is it up to two mil now?
0: There was, I saw a tweet. Ah uh, just before I got on that was like we were increasing our bounty by like a hundred pa- uh, like a million pounds or wow. something so it was up to two million I saw some very good um advice, yeah which was if uh, you do open the one ring instead of taking any of these offers, you should just find an auction house that specializes in that that, like deals in trading cards or collectibles and just be like here you go well Um, i mean maybe i don't know two million
1: dollars is a lot more dollars than i have currently
0: yes Um,
1: and like realistically i don't know how much more than that i need
0: Yeah, like, realistically, like, if I got two two milli, I think I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, so, I put some money in a uh, CD that was, like, getting, like, 4%. Uh, Welcome Mm -hmm. to Finance Talk. And, uh, and it's, like, getting, like, 4%? Mm -hmm. And, like, I was doing the math, like, based on, like, what I got after the first month, and I was like, if I had a million dollars, I'd get, like, I'd almost get, like, an entire paycheck a month just mm-hmm. doing nothing. So $2 million, you could just, like, get both your paychecks a month. That's right. For, like, doing nothing, which is the best way to get a paycheck. I checked. It is the best way to get a paycheck <laughs> is doing nothing. It is, in
1: fact, the best way.
0: Yeah. Oh, here here it is. Um. Uh, do I need to... Uh, uh, yes. Oh, I oh. Here it is. Uh someone D- Dave and Adam David Adams, a like apparently a, a a sports card place in Europe or in England, just doubled up and then some with his two million euro bounty. So they're up to two million euros for the for the one of one ring. Alright. I wonder how many uh like I wonder how much it's just like trying to hype people up to move product off shelf. <laughs> like I I,
1: I, I mean that's a good question. Like what are I saw somebody posting up like the odds of pulling the one ring and you're like two hundred times more likely to be hit by lightning or something. Okay, I think that was a tweet I saw over the weekend. But like
0: here it, here it is. Fun fact: the probably finding the one of one ring in a collector booster is less than zero point zero 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 three the probability of getting struck by lightning during one's lifetime is point zero zero six five that means you are two hundred times more likely to get struck by lightning than open the one ring yeah so thank you Golgari guy
1: (laughs) I wonder I wonder what the probability of the one ring not being opened is um because like some product is destroyed Some product is lost in shipping. Some product gets lost in a back room somewhere. You know what I mean? Like there, there is a a portion of what's printed that does not make it to being opened.
0: Yeah, I mean, someone like you buys Mm -hmm. a box and throws it on a shelf, right? Um, Well,
1: I don't know how much of that there's going to be because, like, as time goes on, if the One Ring isn't ever opened or isn't like publicly said it has been opened here it is like people are going to start cracking the boxes on their shelf yeah
0: yeah well i mean but like if it takes 6 months or yeah. a year like how much more how much more expensive is the one of one ring going to be like in 6 months if it hasn't been opened yeah right or is it going to go the other way and people are going to just be like yeah i don't care yeah, like maybe. We've moved on oh, to gone. We've moved on to uh, Ixalan. We've gone through <laughs> we've gone we've gone through uh Drain. We're, Ix- we're now on to we're now on to Uh I don't care. I, I want the one of one Dinosaur Lord or whatever <laughs> is in the is in the box now.
1: The one of one g- Gishath
0: <laughs> Yeah. The oh, Ultra, was, hollow <laughs> Ultra Hollow Hoatl. Ultra Hollow Hoatl. There we go. What was the, uh, oh gosh, the black one, like you could like, like show it from your hand and it would do something. Oh, uh, the Tetzel Mock? Yeah, yeah, the one of one Tetzel yeah. Mock. Yeah. Yeah. That you have to like throw like a Frisbee for it to do anything. <laughs> um, Yeah, but like there's a good chance it doesn't get open. I think someone did like the rough math. I don't know about a good chance,
1: but there is a chance that it just never gets opened.
0: Yeah, but like someone said uh, someone did the rough math that it like works out that it, there's like 3 million box uh, 3 million packs or something. Mm-hmm. Or th- I guess it's and, only, only collector boosters, so there's 3 million collector boosters. Yeah.
1: And I guess like there is a third option and that's that somebody that has no idea that the one ring one of one ring exists opens it and it just like spends its life in a trade binder somewhere.
0: Could you imagine? Like, it'd just be like, it'd also be like super anticlimactic for wizards, right? Well, I guess I'm, but then you get the like, oh my God, it hasn't been opened. We got to buy all this stupid product. Yeah. Because someone's offering like $6 million and there's just some like guy using it as a coaster.
1: How's that work with like a second print run too, though? Like there can only be one round of print runs. What do you mean? Well, because normally there's, like, multiple print runs, right?
0: Yeah. But, like... oh, if you you have the
1: one-of-one serialized card and it's not in the first... Like, you're never guaranteed the second print run. So, if it's not in the first print run and it doesn't get a second print run, then, like, the one-of-one ring was advertised to exist and it doesn't. Or vice versa. Like, what if it goes into the second print run and... Like then, all of the people that bought the first print one run were like, "Hey, this uh, thing that you advertised was not possible to be in any of the packs that
0: that we opened." Yeah. I would assume it goes in the first print run, and then then you have to be like, you know, if in six months no one knows about it, you have to know if the packs you're getting are from the first the print run or not. Yeah, I want a chance to open the one of one wing. When did you get your shipment? what print what print run was it and like that's not something that is like denoted on a pack right no
1: so, I think there's a way to figure it out on the booster box
0: mm mm-hmm. uh but no it wouldn't be per pack so like you're like oh yeah I'll buy I'll buy a Lord of the Rings collector booster, boosters maybe open the one ring and it's like print run two and there's like yeah. you 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 stand an infinitely higher chance of getting struck by lightning. Because you were zero percent, right? Oh, I guess uh...
1: like that makes loose boosties from like Target or Walmart weird too, though, because then you wouldn't know if those are first print run or second print run. Yeah, because there's no way to know,
2: huh?
0: Like, I almost feel like not that they would do this, but like there needs to be like on the pack somewhere. Yeah. Like, like a hey, a chance to get the one of one yeah. ring, and then on the second print run, it just doesn't say that. Yeah. So I don't know because like, there's gonna be people that um have uh poor impulse control and decision making. Mm-hmm. They're gonna spend way too much money opening Lord of the Rings packs. Oh yeah. And. Like, that, that's not a good look.
1: Yeah, I would imagine that uh, all of these prices go down significantly just because people are chasing the
0: one-of-one one ring. Yeah, because there's going to be a ton of it opened. Yeah. Or like, like,
1: if... I really don't see how Wizards could do this in multiple print runs. They, they would almost have to have, like, printed a set amount of collector boosters, and then that's it. Because, yeah. like, per... I I guess, U.S. gambling laws, like, the probabilities have to be on the pack. Yeah. Like, that that's the whole reason they're printed there.
0: So, like, um, do you, would you have to look and see, like, if they did a second print rate, it would just have to be, like, chances to get to run a one ring, zero.
1: Zero. Well, I, that's what I mean, though, is I don't think that they...
0: Can do that. I don't
1: think that they could do that. And also, I don't know how often collector boosters go to a second print run Mm -hmm. like they started off just one and done you when they first started doing collector boosters there was no second print run um but i think since then they've opened it up and they've done multiple printings of collector boosters now but yeah i almost think that they couldn't do that for this set in which case they're probably gonna overprint to be safe Mm -hmm. obviously Chad wants his beans, right? So, Bro. running out of collector boosters uh isn't good.
0: It is not. But I also feel like well, they don't, you know, they don't know what box it's in or whatever. Mm-hmm. I also feel like there has to be like a little bit of like whatever box it, it is in, wink wink nudge nudge, it needs to be like in the middle of the yeah. shipping stuff cuz like you don't want it cracked On pre release,
1: well, yeah, well, why not? Well, yeah, I guess because, well, you wouldn't crack it on pre
0: release because, yeah, but but okay, or you don't want it cracked on the first weekend, right? Yeah, right. You, you want it this like the first few weeks to be on a pallet somewhere in like a warehouse, yeah. Yeah, But if you know what box it's in, then
1: like, then you know where it's going, so then you're accused of, Oh, I'm sending this to star city or I'm sending this to Mox boarding house or. Yeah.
0: I just, I just mean that like, if this is a PR thing. Yeah. Like having it right. You unfortunately want the gambling degenerates to Mm -hmm. like lose all self control. Oh yeah. And like buy 30 packs at whatever ridiculous $35 a piece or whatever they are. Yeah. in hopes of getting the one of one ring. And if it gets cracked on the first weekend, then,
1: right. Then you're stuck with a whole bunch of worthless product.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, no one's going to want to open these now because the thing they were hyped about was the one of one ring. Yeah. So, all right.
1: Yeah, I mean, can you imagine how crazy people are going to go if it's not cracked opening weekend?
0: Oh, yeah, they're just going to like, be like, oh, my God, it's still out there. I could get it. I could get it. I could get it. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's there's YouTube channels that still do box openings, chasing uh, foil um, anime lilies from War of the Spark.
0: Really? Yep. Wow. So what you're telling me is we should transition the 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 YouTube to just cracking <laughs> Lord of the Rings booster pa- collector booster packs.
1: Well unfortunately that re- requires spending money with Wizards of the coast, so
0: yes, yes. Yeah. you have that moratorium that that is true <laughs> you just, can spend as much as you want, my friend. I could just sit there and just be like, huh, oh, there we go and just every day every we clock we crack a collector booster every day until someone says they have the one of one ring. <laughs> Why can't we pay the house? And Why can't we pay the house payment? Shh. Thirty-five dollars a day. Thirty-five dollars a day. That's all it takes. Sarah <laughs> McLaughlin in the background. <laughs> How many dogs could you have saved? So many, but I wouldn't have gotten all of these cards. Just a, a three thousand. <laughs> so 000- many Frodos. A three thousand count box, just full of Lord yeah. of the Ring collector boosters. Yeah. Just like, and we failed. So speaking of like chase cards and stuff, I watched the booster box game that uh, the professor did for um, um aftermath. Aftermath. I did not. Um, he had to open three boxes. Really? Yeah, because the first two boxes he opened in a Oh. The third box he did not open a set and did not come close to breaking <laughs> even. But it was like, did you open a Nissa? Congratulations, you broke even on this box. Yeah. Did you not open a Nyssa? I'm sorry.
2: Yeah.
0: Please try again. All right. So, a little sidetracked, but we have... Hey, that's what we do best. Yeah, that is. That is. We have a functional, yet perhaps dated, understanding of modern. Mm-hmm. Uh. So... I think we understand pretty much what is valuable in a card in modern, mm-hmm. but um, if uh, our analysis is not perfect, sorry.
1: Well, if our analysis isn't, isn't perfect, you can yell at us in the comments or on social media and let us know how wrong we are.
0: There, there we go. There we go. Thank you for sticking the Twitter t- trolls on our account. Yeah. That Take is a Anytime. Uh, I don't know what game this is, but someone has like some random picture with a red emblem and a white emblem. Like it's like yeah. it's clearly from some trading card game, and underneath it, the name of the deck is just literally Hogak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I got one more question. But this is probably something we should have talked about in the pre-show. But okay. I got one more thing to talk about before we dive into this. All right. What's this deal with uh, the Disney game?
0: Oh, the Lorcana thing? Yeah. So I watched a little bit of PK's video, and apparently someone who was developing some upper deck game mm -hmm. Rise of something, terrible name, can't remember it, um, left that development team and was hired by the company that was making Okay. And so... Now Upper Deck is like, hey, you took our resource system and this other thing and this other thing from our game, and you brought it to Lorcana, so this guy stole our IP. And everyone is quick to point out that much of their game is just magic. Like, (laughs) much of both games is, like, magic. There's kind of like a knockoff tap symbol that I saw. The powers and toughness have moved. They're mm-hmm. in the middle where the creature type would be. But, like, uh, Chuckle showed me a card. I was like, so that's clear the power of the toughness. And, like, apparently cards can't, like, attack when they come into play. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of magical things there. Yeah. And so PK and apparently others have been like, upper deck, it's pretty rough when, like, anyone who looks at your game can be like, there's a lot of magic here. And yeah. then you're suing someone for Taking a game, ripping off a game that you kind of ripped off from Wizards. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I think there's like, like if you there's some system in the upper deck game that like mitigates like the lack of, effectively mana or whatever they want to call it. Yeah. And there's a similar system in um, Lorcana where you can like play a card face down, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff. So I don't I don't know, but. Okay. Uh, yeah so basically that was like the gist from the PK video guy left one company went to another and their draw oh, a card, e- their draw card every turn and spend resources to do a thing games looked somewhat yeah. similar yeah okay. it'd be like, it'd be like if every time someone like put 60 cards in a pile wizards oh, suit them yeah wizards <laughs> just sued them yeah so everyone's games are, like, 62 cards or 59 cards, but never 60. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think Lorcana could be interesting just as, like, how many people are just going to buy the cards because they, like, like the art and have, like, oh, no of intention on play, of yeah. playing? Like, the game can't fail. With just the number right. of Disney adults I know in the Myrtle Beach area, mm-hmm. game cannot fail. Right. Well, I... am not that
1: I've played a bunch of Pokemon, so I, you know, know for sure. But I think that's part of the appeal of Pokemon, too, right? I think it's, it's mostly collected like if... a, a great game. I mean, I'm, there's people that play it for the game. I'm not like knocking anybody, but as far as like gameplay goes, from what I understand, it's not the best. Not the
0: best game on the planet. It's just really popular because of the IP. Yeah, and I mean, if that works, like the uh, the the pokemon company is making bank yes because people are like i love me a little pocket monsters that's right right and people are gonna be like oh my god mickey in a goofy hat
2: <laughs> and it's gonna be like
0: awesome congratulations give goofy his hat back give goofy his hat back yeah there you go there's there's a card steal hat uh <laughs> it's a two water water for a sorcery that steals, that steals uh Goofy's hat. You know, yeah. Not magic in any way, shape or form. Uh, uh, not at all. Gain control of target hat. <laughs> um, so with all that onto the cards, onto the cards. All right. Uh, so my, so this is Boromir warden of the tower. It mm-hmm. is a three mana three, three with vigilante. Uh, Whenever an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. So, Mm. uh, Wreck Target Cascade Deck.
1: Yeah, also, like, Force of Negation. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Pitch Elementals.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then Sacrifice Boromir, Warden of the Tower. Creatures you uh, control gain Indestructible until end of turn. The Ring tempts you. Ooh. Um, I mean... If we can make uh, a white based human's aggro deck great again, mm-hmm. this card probably goes a long way to doing that. Like, you're, if you're,
1: we can make a white based human aggro whatever deck great again, this is probably the basis of that deck. I would
0: imagine. I mean, I'm assuming it's Thalia in this to keep you from getting like riggedy wrecked by yes. the like the bulk of the format, yeah. right? And this gives you protection from Fury on the front like on both halves of the ability. Right. right you get this down, they can't pitch Fury. Mm-hmm. And then when they full, when they hard cast Fury, you just sack it. Right. And then give yourself that extra turn. I don't know how good it is against sweepers, since like we've decided that we don't destroy cards, we just exile them with most of our sweepers right. now. Um So like that might be a little uh, but, like, I think the like it helps address the Fury problem. Mm-hmm. So it could see play in those kind of decks. I mean, the body is yep. fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, a three-mana 3-3 is three, not embarrassing.
0: No. Uh, also, have you ever seen the movie... Um, oh, God. The Interview? Uh, I think so. Uh, uh, Skylark always... When he gets mad, he's like, that's such a Boromir thing to do. Oh, You're such yeah. a Boromir. <laughs> that is like my first and only introduction to Boromir before this card. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, like I think that, and there is like a white humans deck kind of kicking around. It's gotten a little bit better with some of the like, because now we have the uh, whatever the black white human is called from Aftermath. That like you sack mm-hmm. and give yourself indestructible, Yeah. right? Like they're just printing a ton of things. They're like, we're sorry about Fury. We're sorry about Fury. <laughs> we're really sorry about Fury. Here, here. we're gonna this fix help? this eventually. Is this gonna help? Can we have a one mana? All your creatures are indestructible, or all your creatures are yeah. pro red? Just something. Yeah. So like, I think this uh, has a place.
1: Not that it's super relevant, but it's
0: cocoaable also. It is. It is. Oh, there's a card on this list that is just here because it's cocoaable. Okay uh
1: let's see next up oh well, why aren't you opening there we go
0: okay come on now we have
1: we flowering of the white tree wait wait for a legendary enchantment legendary creatures you control get plus two plus one and have ward one and non-legendary creatures you control get plus one plus one
0: i mean so i heard you like crusades yeah it's like super crusade it is and like they're... Especially
1: in a deck like you were just uh, talking about with Thalia and Boromir and uh, whatever that white-black
0: thing is is legendary also. Yeah. Like, they just print so many legends now. That, yeah. Like, this just is like my deck is plus two, plus one in Ward.
1: Yeah, I almost think the Ward 1's worth more than the plus two, plus one. I mean, the plus two, plus one's going to close a game out real quick. Yeah. Um, but the Ward 1 makes it so that your opponents always... Like, two turns behind if you have Athalia, right?
0: Yeah, they just basically can't kill stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess that, like, what is it? Prismatic ending is still weird. Because, like, it doesn't matter. It just wants, like, like you can just set the tags. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I pay two colors. But, like... Well, that doesn't change Ward, though. It doesn't. It doesn't. But like, I was thinking more like for like removing this with a Thalia or something. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, this is maybe now the best anthem in mm-hmm. modern. Yeah. Right. Like, it does have some like being white, white and being leg- legendary does make it a little rough. But like, if you're like going wide with like tokens at all, like this might just be better than a lot of things that you have mm-hmm. access to. So. And I did see someone might have been saffron. I'll be like, "What if you just played like, Raghavan into this?" Ugh. yeah, you just like monkey, and then like next turn have a four-two monkey with one for four. Jeez. make, make my treasure. Yeah, <laughs> it's brutal. And then you're like, I don't know, use my treasure to cast like Ishimaru. Yes, yeah. like hey, <laughs> it's been real and it's been fun. I think you're dead now. Actually, this is not that it sees like any
1: modern play, but this is really good with Carrie's too.
0: Oh, yeah, because it makes them. Yeah. She's legendary and it makes a legendary menace. It makes Monkey. a legendary. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, for,
1: for two mana, that's an awful lot of stats.
0: <laughs> I will attack you <laughs> by one creature that costs me two mana. Take seven. Yeah. I will take seven. Uh, yeah so it do- I don't know if this is what modern can be about Sea Fury mm-hmm. from previous discussion, but well,
1: Ward one goes a long way a yeah. ways towards
0: that though, yeah, but it might be like there's enough legends that like you can kind of build like a legendary matters deck pretty mm-hmm. easily mm-hmm, right like you could be like esper legends with like. Thalia and Rafine, and then the black white thing, and then like you have like you play like three of them, and Rafine lets you get rid of the extras of these and your other legends. Yeah, like there could definitely be something there. Yeah, that that
1: could be super taxi too, because I think there's a couple uh, like white blue taxi cards too.
0: Yeah, there's uh, Lavinia that you can't play spells. You have whose mana cost is less than. The number of lanes you or more than the number of lanes you control. Ready, yeah. Yep. And yeah, like meddling mage. Not that it's a legend, but Right. Right. Uh just those kind of cards. Yeah, you could have something there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Next up, Forge Anew. The uh the hammer players at the shop were hyped for this one. <laughs> I bet. So this is two and a white for an enchantment. Uh, when Forge and New enters the battlefield, return target equipment card from your graveyard to the battlefield. And as long as it's your turn, you may activate equip abilities anytime you could cast an instant. And you may pay zero rather than uh, pay the equipped cost for the first equip ability you activate during each of your turns. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't even care if it doesn't get something back from the graveyard. This right. is just extra pure seropolitans that don't require metal craft. Right. Right? Like now there's just so many ways to put a hammer on something without paying 10. Yeah. That it just doesn't matter. Right. Like that card has no equipped cost now.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know if it changes the way that decks built at all, but this could tutor your, or if you used like a. Uh, goblin engineer or whatever mm-hmm. to put a hammer in the bin. You just tutored your hammer too, or you know whatever artifact that you needed, whether it's a cauldra um,
0: or a sword or whatever. Yeah, like if this takes the place of pure steel, like mm-hmm. then you you have stone forge plus then goblin welder as like build my own stone forge. Right, or not goblin? Goblin engineer. And Engineer yeah, can works. bring it back itself, because it costs... Uh, it has
1: a... Well, it can bring the hammer back. But it can bring it the hammer back, but bring, it can bring, bring back Cauldra.
0: Yeah. But it can yeah. bring the hammer back. So, yeah, it could just be, like, more ways to access hammers. Mm-hmm. Like, you just never play a hammerless game.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if, like, that version of the deck is any better or worse or whatever, but certainly a different way, another way you could approach it. Mm-hmm. Alright. Next up we have reprieve. One in a white for an instant. Return target spell to its owner's hand. Draw
0: a card. That That's sounds familiar. A... It's remand that gets supreme verdict. Yeah. So uh for the for the old heads, remand one of the blue, counter target spell, return it to its owner's hand, draw a card. Yep. So that meant that like it just ate it to Supreme Verdict. Because right. you can't encounter Supreme Verdict, this you can't well, it Or anything hand. that's uncounterable. Yes, this just gets anything that's uncounterable. Mm-hmm. So while Remand is not like a playable blue card anymore, this is kind of the first version of this effect in white.
1: There's like the yeah, I mean we had mana Tithe, but other than mana
0: Tithe... yeah, and like the really bad three mana Memory Lapse, mm-hmm. right, like. This is like a competitively costed counter spell yeah. in in white. Like yeah. so, you know, if you are in a situation where you need like one more turn to mm-hmm. kill them, this lets you bounce their broad wipe. Or yep. you have two mana open and they pitch a card to like fury you and mm-hmm. you just put the fury back in their hand. Oh, so, yeah, that's it So gross. now they have to have another red card to pitch right. to the Fury. And uh, so, like, you have, like, that is just a hard two for one. Mm-hmm. Right, you replace this card, they discarded a card, like, yeah, you got up good. Um,
1: Especially if you can get, like, if the deck that this goes in is about, like, mana denial, mm-hmm. um, this could just become counter a spell draw card. Like, if you can keep their lands tapped, keep them off mana, keep them taxed out with Thalia's, like, this just becomes counter a spell draw card.
0: Yeah, I mean, Thalia and, like, the and Lane and Arbiter, like, the old-timey, like, I'm gonna yeah. Ghost Quarter you and make it so you can't yep. um, do anything seems pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Right? You know? Or, like, if you need either the one turn to kill them yep, because you're like aggressive and you have a clock or you need the one turn to get down your Boromir so you can sacrifice mm-hmm. it. So their stuff's indestructible, right? Yep. To buy that next turn. Yep. Or again, the Thalia, so they are like, have to be a mana off or whatever. Like this just has, it is again, not strictly better than remand, but
1: I mean, it's pretty close to strictly
0: better. It is like you're, you're not limited to the counter spell stuff, but like yeah. remand was a modern playable card for years. And then they printed counter spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't matter anymore. And like, much like we got kind of hyped about Rafine's informant as like, Hey, white, does it usually get to loot? This is pretty okay. wild. White. Does it get to counter a spell? Right. Sorry counter in air quotes a spell (laughs) right and so this is just like a new thing for white to do that we've not seen it be able to do really before Mm -hmm. so while Reman might not be good enough in blue decks this is probably good enough in white decks like as a comp something that starts out maybe in the sideboard Mm -hmm. and then people play and they're like maybe i should put one on the main deck oh maybe i should put two because, like, we all, like, knew the feeling of your opponent went, like, planes, planes, like, something dumb. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Some white creature. And you're like, sweet, I can do whatever I want. Right. Right? No, 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 no. They no cannot longer. counter you. Yeah. So, I think this is and interesting.
1: Like, I would imagine a deck like that is built with vials also. Mm-hmm. So their is open. Like, yeah, this plays right into, like, a vial game plan.
0: Yeah, so. like turn one, vile, turn two, put in your like giver of runes and like bounce their play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then next turn, like play a three drop and then vile in a thalia. Yeah. Right now they're like their whole turn is spent doing the thing they were trying to do on two.
2: Yeah.
0: Right, and it's just like, oh, like now, now I'm so far behind. I can't ever like catch up now.
1: Yeah. Or you play like, or turn fours like Thalia and your flowering of the weight tree or whatever. Or flowering of the weight tree and like you hold two mana up and vile Thalia in and hold reprieve up. Yeah. And like you've soft blocked your opponent basically.
0: Yeah, so you can't do anything now. You can't kill this thing. And if you can, yeah. I just bounce with the spell. Right. All right. Next step is my Cocoa target. Okay. All right, so uh, this is Rosie Cotton of South Lane. When Rosie Cotton of South Lane enters the battlefield, create a food token. Whenever you create a token, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control other than Rosie. Um, Scurry Oak. Yes. End of turn, Coco into this and Scurry Oak make an arbitrarily large number of squirrels yeah. kill you. It's been fun. <laughs> GG's. Also.
1: Yeah, like Ivy Lane Dennison wasn't three mana, right? It was four. It was mana? four.
0: It was one too, bi- one too big. Like yeah. this might, I, I'm a little hesitant to put, uh oh gosh, Lord of the Rings cards into the cube. But yeah. like this might go in. It moves the combo out of just being like green to being like green white. But, like, yeah. maybe having this in there, like, the, it enables stuff. Also, um, they're, like, messing around with this, like, food token stuff. And I yeah. keep looking at, uh, and I may should be just pull the trigger, looking at Academy manufacturers. hmm Right? Like, with, like, Lannis and this and a car we're going to talk about later. Like, you're just going to, like, play a card, dump, like, Fifteen food onto the fifteen tokens onto the battlefield, make it yeah. a ton of counters, and just be like, "I'm going to attack you with these three things that have like, you know, they're all seven sevens that mm-hmm. I collected company into at the end of turn." And be "Yeah, like, I mean, you oh, have
1: a tireless provisioner also. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, a food one, or food or a treasure, I guess, when a land ETBs. Yes,
0: landfall. um Yeah, but like you know, lawless when something comes into play." um and then what is it oh gosh academy manufacturer if you make one token you make two other tokens right and then if you have the uh the squirrel guy that when you make a token you also make a squirrel Mm -hmm. right so now you're like you have like academy manufacturer you hit rosie in this and like like rosie makes a food puts a counter on something you make a squirrel puts a counter on something. Academy Manufacturer makes two tokens, which makes a squirrel, which puts three counters on things. (laughs) And it's just a tracking nightmare. Yeah. But you get to do... You get to just have all the pieces of cardboard.
1: Your your deck box is a thousand count long box. Just full of food tokens. (laughs) Just chock full of tokens. Yeah. Squirrels, treasure, food.
0: Yeah, couldn't you just like... Brought one of them and a die? No. I must accurately <laughs> represent the game state. you remember uh, for Kaladesh pre-release? No. Like, we are trying to do with energy?
1: Yeah, Anthony got out a Pokemon energy thing. Oh, yeah. Whenever he got an energy, he'd, like, take an energy. Oh. So he just had, like, a pile of energy. Nice. I'm gonna spend three of these. One, two, three.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's better. As like that might be better at comp rel since we're yeah. all use dice to track things now. Yeah. All right, but Rosie's just here because it like makes a green white company infinite squirrels mm-hmm. deck a thing.
1: Yeah, I think this card's sweet and it's powerful and like you said, it's got a a whole bunch of synergy. And actually, like that deck probably is pretty budget.
0: Uh yeah like I I bought Lonis's and Lonis's were like I bought one for fifty cents I think they're like a quarter and Academy manufacturers have been reprinted three times or at least really I think at least I feel like there's three printings it might be one of those like it's a pre-release and but there is one uh printing so it's been printed there we go it's been printed twice um Mm -hmm. Modern Horizons two and in the March of Machine Commander product. And oh, they're like okay. three and they're like three bucks. Yeah. And like
1: Man, I remember trying to find them when Modern Horizons 2 first came out because I wanted to play the food deck at the time the food deck was playing them. And yeah. I couldn't find them anywhere and they were expensive.
0: Yeah, and then Scurry Oak. Uh, Scurry Oaks are forty three cents. they they're spiking though. They okay. they were they were forty two cents. Market price is sixty five cents. Wow. They're spiking. Uh, but like, there are a couple cards from like the green white food deck that they've like seeded and limited that go mm-hmm. really well with some of the modern horizons two food and token nonsense cards. Yeah, that could like make a uh make a monster. Yeah. All right. On to blue. On to blue. You can tell we're really blue we have... mages. We have one card. <laughs> I think
1: there's only one black card too, and I'm definitely a black mage, so I don't know if that says a whole lot. Uh, we have Stern Scolding here, single blue mana for an instant counter-target creature spell with power or toughness two or less.
0: Um, this hits a lot of stuff. Yeah, now, it
1: hits most of modern, right?
0: Yeah. Uh I th- I think Saffron did a thing that's like twenty five of the top forty cards. Yeah. It hits. So the argument against it is right, like once this once the Raghavan's resolved, Stern right. Scolding does nothing. Uh whereas like Fatal Push takes care of it. The counter to that that I saw today in a uh oh what is his name? Magic AIDS video was Mm -hmm. this hits a lot of the pitch elementals. Oh, it does. Right? So it hits grief. It hits uh, subtlety. Uh, It misses fear. I think it hits the blue one. It hits, sorry, solitude. I think it hits subtlety. I think subtlety is a 3-2. So it hits three out of the five. And Ragavan and uh, Ledger Shredder Mm-hmm. Dragon Waste Channeler Now you've gotta like get it on the way down But like if you do or like God forbid they hard cast one of those What like uh, A Solitude and you like They spent 5 mana and you Snap them right, for 1 mana. Like yep. they're just they're just in a world of hurt mm-hmm. But like I, I think it's It seems to me like it might be better On like turns 3, 4, and 5 mm-hmm. Where you're Able to like
1: do a thing, hold Do this up. Do a thing, up. hold it up.
0: Their thing. But, like, you can't, like, you know, like, try to hit a Ragavan on, like, turn one or turn two. Like, right. not that we don't have, like, I guess now we just have instant speed cantrips. Yeah. But, like, it seems awkward to be, like, go. Yeah. And I'm going to hold up this blue mana and be, like, please play your Ragavan into this. <laughs> yeah. Please, please, please. But the fact that it gets the elementals is kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you... Uh, have you heard of Aspiring Spike? Uh, yes, I know who Aspiring okay. Spike is. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> um, did you know he he consulted on this set? Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Okay. Uh, he's the reason that this card says Or Toughness. Okay. Because he was like, I wanted to be able to counter Loris. Oh. Think about how long ago he was looking at these cards. If he was like, "Loris is a problem. We need to counter yeah. Loris." So yeah, the ore toughness, which like makes it way better, right? Because you can mm-hmm. hit a grief, you right. can hit uh, a solitude. If it wasn't th- if it wasn't ore toughness, they wouldn't hit those cards either.
1: Yep, makes
0: sense. So a huge a huge improvement there. <clears throat> oh yeah, definitely. I, I mean, if I, if you play like, I guess consider or, like, opt, and then you have this, like, if you can, like, turn one against scam, like, blue mana go, mm-hmm. and if they don't try to scam you, you just, you know, opt. Can't but, trip yeah. Yeah, but if they do, you just, like, annihilate them, mm-hmm. exile a card, play my grief, counter it. <sighs>
1: oh. <laughs> I just griefed myself. <laughs> I just griefed
0: myself. <laughs> I hinted to rocked myself. Yeah. And, um, now I have this stupid feign death on my head to hand. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, on to game two. Yeah. Uh, so it has those kind of upsides. So like there's so many creatures now that need to hit the battlefield to pay you back mm-hmm. that the argument against, um, what is it called? Against removal spells is is they're already paid. Yeah. Right? They hit their thing and they're paid off. So here it stops them from getting paid off. It just takes care of the creature completely. But mm. you are just vulnerable to, like, eating a mana, not getting to use it one turn.
1: Yeah, and also it's, even though it hits a lot of the format, there's still times when this is just going to rot in your hand and not have a target.
0: There are times where Timergrave is too big, right? Or and this like... never hits a Death Shadow, right? <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever. Yeah, never ever. So, because does it not? Because its power and toughness is thirteen, and then it's modified, right? But the modification doesn't happen in your hand, or does it?
1: Mm, uh, I think I'm pretty sure the modification is only on the battlefield. Okay uh because termmagofa is star is why yeah
0: it is why it's in your hand okay yeah yeah and this is minus x I, minus x it was like I, minus star minus star yeah i think that's correct i think i i'm only like uh a, a judge level a half and that even yeah. that even that judge level has lapsed <laughs> yeah it, it's been a while since I was judge level five yes all right next up our next lone up. black card
1: yeah, and this is... You asked me about uh, chase cards of the set. Mm-hmm. This is the second most expensive card in the set.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, this is Orcish Bowmasters. One and a black, 1-1 one, one Orc Archer with flash. When it ETBs and whenever an opponent draws a card, except for the first one they draw in each of their draw steps, Orcish Bowmasters deals one damage to any target, then amass one.
0: Um, you're... So, the commander application is your opponent casts the wheel. Yeah. Uh, everyone get wrecked. Take 21. Yes. And I will make a big, big. Big, big. Um, in modern, uh, the, like, draw an extra card thing isn't a huge deal. Uh, so, it's maybe not as powerful there. I mean, it is kind of like... Oh, cool, you put a plus one, plus one. You got to, like, connive with your Ledger Shredder. Mm-hmm. Take one. And make a little dude go. Right.
1: Um, yeah, but it's also, like, a nice bonus. Like, if you're playing somebody that's playing cantrips, like, somebody mm-hmm. ops, and you're like, okay. I'll make a 1-1 and ping your Ragavan, I guess.
0: Yeah, get your Ragavan, get your, um... Oh, what is it called? Dragon Rage Chandler before Delirium. Yep. Like there's like a number of hits. This one snuck on because imagine your opponent casts a brainstorm in Legacy. Oh yeah. And you That's just like, exactly where I went in with this. And you're just like, I get a three three plus mm-hmm. a one one and just lightning bolt you. Yeah. Like that is the most insane two mana play. Yeah. Right? Are the
1: um the days undoing Narset decks still a thing? I mean, and, this and, kind of poops all over that deck
0: too. In the Hall Breachers. Like the well, Hall Breacher I, I deck, meant yeah. in uh, modern. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think as much, but yeah. yeah. Or uh,
1: Echo Echo Karn is that still a deck? That that was the same
0: deck though, right? Kind of. I thought Echo yeah. Karn was like a Legacy deck, but I might be wrong. Uh, maybe, but uh, yeah, like anything that you're wheeling you just or mm-hmm. you're going if you're wheeling or you're going to be wheeled yeah like so this is i like the description it was from a commander perspective but like it's mean and punishes you for drawing extra cards but it's not like hall breacher or narset mean yeah right you still get your cards mm-hmm. you just got machine gun for <laughs> seven but you still get your cards yeah. I mean, they've gone really hard recently between um, Shieldred and this. Of yeah. like, we just want the process of you drawing cards to be as painful as possible.
1: Oh, can you imagine like <laughs> playing against Reanimator and they're like, draw seven.
0: Oh, no. Draw
1: seven. Flesh and Bowmasters, you're dead.
0: <laughs> oh, no. You yeah, like hold priority seven and seven. And he yeah. was like, sweet, here, take. Take all the damage. <laughs> but, like, even on the first one, you flash this in, they can't draw their second seven? Or, like,
1: let the first one resolve. Let them do it again. Oh, flash yeah. on the second one, and they're dead.
0: Yeah, they just take 14, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yuck. <clears throat> yeah, that's gross. Yeah. The card definitely has some interesting um, use cases.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I guess selfishly, it is a card that's not like, look at me, I am a Lord of the Rings card in your magic stuff.
1: You know, I was thinking that when we were talking about, um, like, Forge a New in particular, but also kind of Flowering of the White Tree. Like, those are totally cards that could have been printed. And even Flowering of the White Tree, like, I mean, if you're not Lord of the Rings, you have no idea what the White Tree is. And... There could be a white tree anywhere. If yeah. it wasn't for the specific art, then
0: I, I maybe that could be a real magic card. Maybe there were some things that they were like, hey, maybe we like we think this might be a might be playable in modern or like in eternal formats, mm-hmm. and maybe we should turn down the Lord of the Rings a little bit on it.
1: Yeah. Or reprieve. Like that reprieve, could have totally
0: yeah. been. Any it's a generic magic card. Now, Lord of the Rings fits better than if they did like, I don't know, Mario. Right, because like, because oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, magic is Goomba built. stomping. Yeah, you... Goomba <laughs> stomping does two damage to, um, but like, magic is built on like you know kind of the premise of Dungeons and Dragons, right? At least initially, and Dungeons and Dragons is built on mm-hmm. basically the lore built from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so, I like, mean, they, they just kinda, about
1: any, like, modern fantasy can be yeah. traced back to The Lord of the Rings at some point.
0: But, like, you have the, um... So, like, there's, like, they... A lot of the cards fit, and then there's just, like, hey, remember that multi-million dollar movie? This guy was yep. in it. And That's it was like, right. Oh, I know that name. <clears throat> Neat. Yep. Yeah, but, like, this one, it just seems like they were, like... It seems like there's some cards they were, like, let's try not, like, if people have to play this in Legacy, maybe not make people angry all the time. Like, can we avoid making people angry all the time? Probably not, yeah. but we can try. Right. Alright.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was kind of, like, my biggest thing with this set, is I was worried it was just going to be, like, over the top. All of the chase cards were going to be, like, Super Lord of the Ringsy, and it was going to be difficult for, I don't know, Immersion? That's yeah. such a silly thing to say, but
0: he broke my merchant arrow. dog. Yeah. All right.
1: Now that we're done, are you all right over there?
0: Yeah i'm I'm just shiny. Oh okay. I'm trying to make myself less shiny. <laughs> gotta be uh, beautiful on for the people. To,
1: yeah. On to the red cards. We have a fiery inscription. Two in right. a red for an enchantment. When fiery inscription inscription, sorry about that enters the battlefield, the ring tempts you. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, fiery inscription deals two damage to each opponent.
0: So I put this on here mm-hmm. because, right, it's an unlightning, vaultable gutter snipe. Mm-hmm. right? And it is some percentage of an aria of flame. Yeah, which is a card that sees play in modern and like storm. Mm-hmm. Cyborgs are like storm adjacent decks. Yeah, And I was trying to do the math, and I guess Aria is still a little bit better. I think it takes, if your opponent's at 20 and you give them 10 life to 30, you have to cast, it's one, two, three, four spells to get them back down to 20. Mm-hmm. And then five, six, seven, eight kills them. Yeah. Here, is 10 it, kills them. yeah, if they're at 20, 10 kills them. But let's say you've done some chip damage and they're at like 14. Right. Like, I think it takes the same number of spells or like maybe one less than Aria to kill them. Mm. And you don't have the like the fail case of you play Aria and they like wear tear it. Right. Or more like like they prismatic ending it. And then you're like, I just gave them ten life. Dear God, how am I ever going <laughs> to kill duck? them now? Yeah, in yeah. my, in my, uh, in my storm deck that needs to cast twenty spells to kill them, yeah. I gave them ten more life, and now I have to cast thirty spells. Yeah, like this doesn't have that same fail case. It's just like, here's a gutter snipe, mm-hmm. and I guess my uh, Goblin Electromancer will be my ring bearer um here we go (laughs)
1: oh i see what you did
0: there yeah here we go buddy let's go (laughs) um so yeah it's i think it is a reasonable car to look at for like aria flame it's different maybe not as powerful but Mm -hmm. it does have some like use cases that are more unique or some of the edge cases maybe favor it in some spots yeah now, if your opponent is gaining life and they're already at thirty, like then Flame Flames probably better because like your ninth spell just deals like a million damage. It's like take nine, <laughs> cast <laughs> another one, damage. take ten, yeah, right. Like Arya Flames probably better, but I think there are definitely cases where fiery inscription will work to your your advantage.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I agree. This one I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I think I put this one on Okay. Here. This is a Glowin Dwarf Emissary. Uh, two and a red for a 3-3 three, three Dwarf Advisor. Whenever you cast a Historic Spell, create a treasure token. This ability triggers once each turn, and you can sacrifice a creature to goad a creature. Um, I mean, in the only reason I put this on here is because it's reasonably inexpensive and makes treasures for casting artifacts. Mm-hmm um it could it's kind of like a cost reduction thing it is Um, i don't know if it has like a super good home but it's worth noting when things like this come along because they're pieces of a potentially broken strategy
0: what was the storm kiln artisan is the yeah the four mana one yeah the four mana one and that yeah. card is good the fa- it doesn't have like the limiter on it like this one does that's
1: also instance and in sorceries, and this is historic yeah. spells. Fair. So, like, Fair. this will trigger off of like your Mishra's bobble or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, turning your bobble into like a ritual, mm-hmm. even if it's only one. Yeah. Or like playing this, playing a bobble, and then getting to spend that one mana on something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, playing a stern scalding and like countering their uh, their grief or whatever. Yeah. or their, their solitude, like, that this seems like a fine play pattern.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that this is, like, super up to modern power level. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really, like, I don't think the sacrifice of treasure to goad something is, like, that just doesn't do anything in two-player magic, right? No. No, I don't think it does. Um, so, obviously, that's kind of irrelevant. But, uh, yeah, just, like, anything, any sort of cost reduction is worth noting Um, If these are cheap, it might be worth picking some up just to throw in a binder
0: for a rainy day. Yes. All right. Oh, yes. Delighted Halfling. Green. What a delight. For a 1-2. Halfling Citizen. Tap to add colorless. And then tap to add one mana of any color. Spend this mana to cast a legendary spell, and that spell can't be countered. It's um, pretty potent. Yeah, so I put this here for the second ability. Yeah. Because if you get this down and they don't remove it, like, you know, the the runway is clear for you to, like, play a Teferi mm-hmm. on turn two that they just have to, like, take. Right. All right and now all their counter magic is turned off. Or mm-hmm. you, like, get your run and six down through them having up a counter spell. Right. So. The, like, just giving a powerful class of um, spells, like, legendary spells, just, like, you know, it's not a a body, but uh, Baseju who, is it Baseju who shelters all? Yeah, the original Baseju. The original Baseju that's, like, yeah, you can't counter this. Yep. Is, like, I think really powerful.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it still is, but at one point that card was prohibitively expensive. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I mean, think about, you know, not on the same power level, but think about Allosaurus Shepard, mm-hmm. right? And, like, there are many a legacy deck that just play Allosaurus Shepard for the green spells can't be countered clause. Right. Right? Like, they don't have a bunch of elves to turn into 5-5. Five, 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 5 It's right. just, I don't want my stuff to be countered.
3: hmm
0: And, like, this is kind of the same thing, but for... A really powerful class of cards.
1: Yeah, and I don't know how much it sees play anymore, but there was a point in time where, like, green decks would randomly play Birds
0: of Paradise. I think Birds still sees play in Yawgmoth. Yeah. And I don't know how good this is with, like, some of the other color requirements in the deck. I don't know how good, like, just colorless is. Yeah, no, that deck's pretty, uh, pretty black-heavy. Yeah, but... Like knowing that you can get your Yawgmoth down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, is pretty pretty impressive. Like pretty good to just be like, oh, I know this Yawgmoth goes down, so now I'm yeah. not. I can like kind of build the rest of my game plan around Yawgmoth resolving. Right. So I don't know how played it's gonna be, but it's just like that second line. Just like I, I just imagine like. You know, blue mages with a counterspell in their hand, and their opponent just slams it to on three, and they're just like, <laughs> "You have turned oh. off like my entire deck. What am I supposed to do?" Right. It's like, a, sorry. So, what do we have next? We have Elven
1: Farsight. Ah. Oh, this is this one's a weird one. It is a uh, single green mana for a sorcery. Gry three, you may reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, draw a card. So
0: Mm. when's the next time we go, we do like a, a, a plane, a plane, uh, a planar chaos or a, uh, a time, time spiral. And they just are like, yeah, we messed up. Ponder should have been green. (laughs) Like they just keep inch and inching closer and closer to like, let's just make ponder green. Right. they're like it's ponder but for creatures but it's yeah, this ki- is
1: uh very very close to ponder
0: but it's kind of like kind of better than ponder in in one respect right there are times where like you cast a ponder mm-hmm. and there's one card you want and there's two cards you don't and right. ponders like you got to put them all back and you get to pick and you have to draw one yeah. This is like, if there's one creature that you want, put the other two cards on the bottom, draw the creature. Mm-hmm. Now, it's limited to creatures, so not ponder, but like, the fact that you can be like, oh, these two cards are bad. I don't want these. Well, except that if
1: your creatures are your spells.
0: Fair. Right, like, oh, I need Graveyard Hate. I'll play this and I'll find my Endurance. Right. I need a removal spell. I'll play this and find my Fury. Right.
1: Right. Um, This also, for what it's worth, this will find a
0: Grist. Oh, yeah, it will.
1: For for whatever that's worth. (laughs) I mean, it's Grist. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what deck wants to play this and Grist, but...
0: yeah. I, I don't know if this is, like, what is that card from... We've had a couple of these, like, Adventurous Impulse. Yep. Um, This... Oath of Nyssa was, like, the first Green Ponder, right? Yeah, Oath of Nyssa. Um, and, like, this, like... They keep getting, like, right up to the edge with, like, Green Ponder. Yeah. And it's, like, they don't quite want to do it. But, like, in three well, years... You're working
1: like, a lot harder on making a fixed green ponder than a fixed
0: blue plant ponder. This is very true. <laughs> this is very true. But, like, if, if we if we see, like, elven ponder in, like, mm. three years, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Just like, oh, you just printed that card. I mean, this almost plays better with Brainstorm. Right? Where, oh, like, yeah. where like, with ponder, you have to, like, you just have to shuffle. You like you get to see one extra right. card then you shuffle to put them away. Yep. Right? And you lose that third card, but if the third card's good, you can just bottom bottom undo your brainstorm. Right. Like shuffle your brainstorm yep. and then draw the th- and then maybe elemental. draw the third card. Get your pitch elemental. Yep. Now I think it takes a, it takes like it takes a deck that's kind of built like a collected company deck. Mm-hmm. where it has a ton so of you creatures. You definitely need a
1: critical amount of creatures. But, like I said, that's why like you look for uh, your spells to be creatures. So you look mm-hmm. for your grist or your elementals or whatever.
0: Also, like, a dryad armor goes a long way in a deck like this. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, I need that's I need to hit point. a land drop. Yeah. Oh, I can pick up my dryad armor. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to cause a fistfight at someone's LGS. <laughs> what do you mean it says forest on it? It's a creature. It's you a can't creature. get that. Ah. Yep. Yeah, but the they are you are right. They are they have been trying to make the fixed green ponder mm-hmm. before they made like the blue the fixed blue ponder. Yeah. It's it's weird. They're just like green can do whatever we want it to do. <laughs> yeah. Alright. What do we have next? Uh ah. we have
1: Peregrine Took. 2 and a uh, green for a 2-3 halfling citizen. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, those, to- those tokens plus an additional food token are created instead. That's a weird way to word that. And then uh, sacrifice three foods to draw a card.
0: Uh, like, why
1: is this a replacement effect instead of just make a food?
0: I think specifically for uh, Academy Manufacturer. Uh, okay. Because like what I think it's doing is I think it's adding that food onto what Academy Manufacturer makes. So Academy Manufacturer is not gonna see it in trigger again. I gotcha. Right? So I think. But again This is really weird. Yeah. Lanus, Academy Manufacturer. Yeah. Like and I keep going back to I keep saying Lanus. The deck might not be blue anymore. The deck was basically blue just for Lanus. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm going to collect a company into any number of things that pay me off a bajillion Mm -hmm. for for making tokens. Or it could have lanas because colors of mana don't matter in modern. Right. Oh, I'll fetch this Triome and then I'll fetch this Shockland and I'll play this Leyline Binding for one mana. (laughs) I hate you. Stop it. So... Right, this is just another way to like get more food. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh hey, would you like to turn all of these idiot tokens you have into cards? Feel free. Yeah. So is the oh god, is the guy who like eat, eats the squirrels to give stuff plus X minus X right? would this make tokens off the squirrels the way it's worded? Right. So the, no. Yeah. I don't know either. So you like make the squirrel, but that's a separate instance of a token being made. Cause, or is it like, or do you make the tokens for the squirrel or is it kind of the same thing where like the squirrel gets added on to the other tokens? So it's like, here's a group of tokens being made and you also make a food in that group. Because that's what this guy's doing is here's a group of tokens out right. of food to that group. So right. I think the other one might be make a group of... I don't know what it's called, which is probably bad. Um, what, is, what is this squirrel called? The Chatterfang? Chatterfang. There we go. Yeah. Chatterfang Squirrel Generale hey, he's only like five bucks. Um, if one or more tokens would be created under your control, those to- these tokens plus that many 1-1 green squirrel tokens are created instead. So it's lumping them oh, together. Okay, so it's the, it's the same wording. It's the same wording. Though Chatterfangs kind of rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. Yeah, this is just like super awkward. Yeah. But so like you can't go infinite with Chatterfang. I think it's right. kind of the point. But,
1: and is a uh, academy manufacturer worded the same way
0: let us let us look um if you would create a clue food or treasure token instead create one of each yeah, yeah. so this is if you if this is creating a treasure and a food but does this does it go nuts with this though like your if this if something's creating a f- treasure, and this guy makes a food, does this make well, so
1: they're all replacement effects? Okay. So this is so you you make a squirrel, and then this makes a squirrel and a food, and then Academy Manufacturer would make a
0: squirrel, a food, a treasure, and a clue. Clue. Okay. So like. You get to a point where you can you just max out the number of things.
1: Yeah, be, because they're all replacement effects. I think. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: But again, um, a, another thing to cocoa into and just make a stupid number of pieces of yeah. cardboard. Yep. And then it also goes like, let's draw cards. Oh yeah. Right. Remember What's the, good? oh gosh, the Asmo decks mm-hmm. that were like getting their card advantage by like. Discarding a, a Daredevil, Overheat Chase Daredevil. Yeah. Ch- this is just like, yeah, cut that garbage out. Just sack some mm-hmm. foods. I will give you cards. Well,
1: right, but like that deck made a lot of food.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think that portions of that deck might still be relevant in oh, this yeah. deck, just for like the sheer volume of food that it made.
0: Yeah, like if you told me there's going to be like a five color food deck yeah i would not be surprised yeah um but yeah so like it feels I don't think like it's anything red that makes food asmo cares about food and it's technically red yeah, yeah i know <laughs> i guess I technically know, I know. technically but yeah um it is i mean nothing black really cares about food but you have chatterfang that accidentally is black and then you have uh, um,
1: well, oh, which is
0: there's suitable. nothing
1: competitive that's black that cares about food, but like, there was black cards that cared about food in Eldraine Okay, fair. There was like the witch and the bacon oh, yeah. to a pie, and I fair. just don't think there was any red cards that. Hey, we're going, we're going
0: food. back to Eldraine and yeah, like they can fix it. They can, they can fix it, but like uh, I just food. Yeah, I mean, food to me feels like. Feels like energy with this screw it we don't care, yeah. Where like energy they're like oh it's too good we can't do it again, and food yeah. they're just like, YOLO fine YOLO make some tokens. Yeah, but yeah. I think this is just interesting because it like lets you always make a food whenever you do something, mm-hmm. and um, then it gives you a way to kind of like power through your deck. I also wonder, like, what if you were, like, blue for, like, Urza?
1: Oh, God, just turn like, them all into islands.
0: Yeah, you just, like, like Urza comes in. You play this, then Urza comes in, makes a a Karnstruct, which makes a food. Yeah. And now you have, like, extra mana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, also, like, Gilded Goose, Honk Honk, welcome back, buddy. Yeah absolutely like there's just a ton of stuff with all this food there's i think there has to be a modern food like another modern food deck there's just yeah. too much stuff yeah all right what Can do we imagine have
1: if Oco was still around oh my god
0: it, i mean it wouldn't matter like whatever like i played my 3-3 i played yeah. my f- thing that cares about food it's now a 3-3 that cares about elk go <laughs> again yeah. i play i played this cool thing that cares about food No, no, you played a 3-3 that that cares about elk. Congratulations.
1: All right, we have uh, Eowyn Fearless Knight. Two red-white for a 3-4 human knight with haste. When Eowyn Fearless Knight enters the battlefield, exile target creature and opponent controls with greater power. Legendary creatures you control gain protection from each of that creature's colors until end of
0: turn. There's a very key phrase that's missing from this card. And it's Flash. for as long as you can h- control aowen Right? This is just the red-white Chupacabra.
1: Oh. It's just... I it, didn't even pick up on that. It's like yeah.
0: it's like red-white... Oh, it's, holy moly. It's a creature that's like, uh, whatever, like, destroy evils a yeah. a creature or something. Yeah. Um, just, again, if we're, like, beating down, and your opponent, like, I don't know, tricks and attracts it into play, and you're just like, mm-hmm. go away, I'm gonna hit you for a bunch this turn. Yeah. Gobble up your,
1: uh, prime time.
0: Yeah, or, you know, your, uh, what is he called? The guy. Um, Archon. Mm-hmm. Like, the big Archon, no thank you, go away. Bonk. Yep. Um... Your opponent again we're gonna go back to legacy, show and tell, put in my Emrakul Sick. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's a fearless knight.
0: Yeah. Now it is awkward that it has to be bigger than Aowen. but Yeah,
1: and like it's the one point in time you kinda wish it was a two four instead of
0: a three four. Yeah, exactly. It's like if it was a two four just like you can get so much more. It could get their delvers, it could get yep. their like powered up uh Oh, what are they called? Um, Dragon Rage Channelers. I mean, it's yeah. got to get most Merktide Regents. Yes. So, like, I think there's there are a number of targets that are good. I mm-hmm. guess the issue is, is there a red white deck that wants this again? Like, are we are we are we like you know showing out with humans? Is this like a cyborg card for like an opponent who? is like playing reanimator or something and you can just go like, oh it's fine, I'll just eat your thing. Yeah. Now, you know, we have do have the problem of it well the creature got on the battlefield, so you got paid off, but this still answers well, right, a lot of but problems.
1: Like, this goes a ways towards paying you off too, because mm-hmm. not only like the problem with a creature that pays you off is you're spending a card to eat it. So yes. this is leaving you a three four haste. Like, I mean it's not the absolute best body in the world, but like, it's, pretty it's a solid. body that's going to have to be dealt with at some point. Yeah. And it took care of their thing. So if they drew a
0: card, like,
1: you're I hope that now. card will take care of this card. Yeah, you're even.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that they were just like, oh, no, yeah, it just kills it. On that. It just kills it. Yeah. I just every, read the whole card and missed that. <laughs> every white card that does this, it's until it leaves the battlefield. No. Or uh, palace shalers until you lose the monarch, right? Right? No, no. This is just like forever. You're gone. Mm-hmm. Bye. I mean, I I was playing red white um, initiative like Winota hmm. Stompy. Yeah, this is a hell of a thing to hit off a of Winota. Absolutely. Right, and like your blocker, and on turn three, getting to cast it off like an ancient tomb
1: mm-hmm
0: like that's these all seem like good use cases for this yeah. and it's also your secret like i said your show and tell tech mm-hmm. like cool put in your thing i'll crunch munch all right cool thank yeah. you very much I mean, It doesn't
1: know do a whole lot about it. an omniscience but
0: it doesn't i mean i can only ask my three four rare from the joke <laughs> set um to uh to um to do so much yeah. Right? It's not a mythic. If it was a mythic, right. it might eat everything.
1: <laughs> cost a mana less. And cost just a mana. mana off
0: of that. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah,
1: it better draw a card too.
0: Fair. Gotta do everything. Yeah. Yeah. We just keep adding more words. It's it ups the rarity. It's fine. Just keep adding more words. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Just look at questing beast. <laughs> there we go. Alright. Hey buddy. This a Samwise hey, Ganji. Hey, Samwise. You're a halfling peasant. You're a tutu. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, create a food token. Mm-hmm. So this is the Lannis ability, but Lannis yeah. makes clues. Right. So he makes foods. So this allows you to kind of be green-white if you just want to, like, bang out foods. And then sacrifice three foods, return target historic card from your graveyard, to your hand, so rebuy all the legends that are in your deck because all of these cards are legendary now. Yeah, right. Well, co- the, and what was the other one? What's his name? Uh, Guy. Uh, Peregrine took. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Right. Like well, you get to buy those back, and if you're banging out a ton of food, like it's not a big waste. Mm-hmm. So. I was just looking at these cards as like, they're just like here. Play a food deck. Yeah,
1: and I. Fe- I got a question for you. Sure. Um, is it worth specking on Troll King?
0: Um, Feasting Troll King did have a day in the sun mm-hmm. when the original food decks came out. He did. He did pop off a little bit. What is uh? Yeah. What is the uh? the cost of a current feasting troll king feasting troll king uh uh they're 47 cents um the they're going up they were like 22 they're up to market price 47 the foils have stayed constant of around 80 cents yeah so like maybe i mean though it is eldraine so then you're in the weird spot do you want like um Feasting Troll King full art though I don't know if they have like extended art Feasting Troll King
1: well, so this might be a good like short term spec though because mm-hmm. if you look back in the price history you know not that I'm giving any sort of financial advice or anything No no but no, if no. you look back in the price history uh Feasting Troll King was $5 when Modern Horizons 2 dropped it went from uh pennies to five dollars
0: i think i sold some at that point i might have some foils but i think i did sell some but yeah Yeah. like that might be a hey these are like you get this people get hyped about food you then sell them them. yeah and then you get off of them like asap Mm -hmm. that seems like reasonable
1: now the at that time there was a lot of discard in the food deck. I mm-hmm. don't know that this deck that we're uh, speak speaking about has a whole lot of discard in it to get the troll king in the graveyard for the cheapy. But
0: but yeah, like it seems uh, it seems reasonable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, someone has forty six of them for fifty cents apiece. Yeah, there you go. The foils and, are a little uh, pricey. Casual
1: try hard dot com slash tcg
0: yeah we should you should do that for sure yeah if you're gonna do this make that happen uh also like i wonder how much like let's say you're like you throw cat oven in here and you just have this like constant like way to grind through and like make food yeah um your cookbook yeah like cookbook as well like cookbook works really well with the troll king mm. um
1: and kind of with Samwise, too, because the stuff that you pitch, you can get back.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Feasting Troll King, no. I guess he takes care of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. So, interesting. I'm, I'm now looking at Feasting Troll King prices. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. That's fine. Um, I I feel like food is, like I said before... Is like the energy they're okay with. Yeah. They just keep slapping more stuff that food can do. Mm-hmm. And we've had third of Eldraine, one of the most busted standard sets right. in history that had food. Then Modern Horizons 2, the mm-hmm. most busted supplemental set in history right had food and like a tokens thing. And now Lord of the Rings, they're like, more food. And yep. we're going to Eldraine. Are they right. not going to do food in Eldraine? I mean, they kind of have to, right? I feel like they kind of have to. Yeah. Like, it would just be weird.
1: I don't know if you remember back that far. We've been doing this show for a while now. But when we did our um, Eldraine set review mechanics episode,
0: mm-hmm. um, that's exactly what I said is that food is just energy, right? yes. <laughs> And I think it is just becoming energy now. Yeah. Because, like, they were really careful not to give too much stuff for food to do. Yeah. And now they're just like, whatever. Because, like, uh, we never had, like, like, it was like pay six energy draw a card and, like, sacrifice right. the stupid bad enchantment. Now it's just like, here's a two three or a three three body sack three foods mm-hmm. draw a card. Oh, like return a thing from your graveyard to your hand, stack three foods. Yeah. Like I think they think three foods is a lot of foods. But I mean Three Foods
1: isn't that many foods.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe we should give them more credit that they like, you know, again did like the level zero like Academy Manufacturer yeah. stuff. But like I have a feeling we're gonna like turn on a canister stream and he's gonna like crash moto with like three thousand food <laughs> Just going to like start drawing his, drawing his deck with uh uh Paragon Took and then like cast a Thasa's Oracle and win the game. Like turn well, four.
1: I'm gonna sacrifice 120 foods,
0: yeah. Also, <laughs> also, also, the thing that made energy scary was it was never manicated, right? None of this food stuff is manicated. The gate is like, well, it's hard to make food. And it's like, yeah. is
1: it? But also, like, if you didn't have anything to do with your energy, you didn't have anything to do with your energy. If you don't have anything to do with your food, like, you can gain three life.
0: Yeah. It just can hang out. Yeah.
1: And like you said, it's a game object, so you can turn it into a mox with Urza.
0: Yeah. Or you or can like, sack it to a deadly dispute. Or, um uh... How big are the Karnstruck's going to be in these decks? Oh. From, like, Urza Saga?
1: Enormous. Like oh, how- and that, gets, that goes and gets your cookbook, too. So you can <laughs> ditch your Troll King.
0: It it also is a token, which then triggers all of your stupid <laughs> synergies. That now, man. thankfully, Samwise says non-token creature. right? But, like, Paragon Took doesn't say that. Neither does Rosie. Right. right. Just like, oh, no. Like you're going to, you put like, you pay two mana, put a, put a like 15, 15 onto the battlefield and then it becomes a 25, 25 by the end of the, by the end of all the triggers. Yeah. And you're just like by the think, time the
1: turn gets back to you.
0: It's like, and thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. I attack you with my giant giant. Yep. Uh, and then you just go get a, uh, oh, what is it called? Uh, a shadow spear mm-hmm. and they now it has trample. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. So Or you fling it. Uh <laughs> right of consumption.
1: Yeah, what was that uh that creature that flings that uh, we just had? Oh god. The vampire from <laughs> Aftermath.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I forget with backup and then everything gets yeah. like a fling. Yeah. Uh a Heart Piercer MasterCore, man.
1: No oh, or Heart Piercer Master Core, yeah.
0: Yes. As I can cut to the foil in this stack of foils that I need to get rid of <laughs> for the people. I once almost did this with a, uh, uh, what's it called? With a merit ledge. Almost. Yep. almost. It was, it was in my sideboard for emergencies.
1: <laughs> All right, next up is one that I put on here. Uh, we have the Balrog, Durin's Bane. This is five black red, so seven mana for a seven five. With haste, um, it does have cost reduction though. This spell costs one less for each permanent sacrifice this turn. Uh, the Balrog can't be blocked except by legendary creatures. And when the Balrog dies, destroy target, artifact, or creature an opponent controls. Um, I don't know how powerful this is, but this can get pretty cheap pretty quick. Like if you crack a fetch land and a treasure, this
0: costs four mana. Yeah, because the treasure gives you effectively two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you just like hold onto a fetch lady, like double fetch. Yeah. Or again, cat oven, sack mm-hmm. the cat, sack the food. Yep. Crack a fetch. Now this is pretty cheap.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: And
1: yeah, like, you had kind of mentioned you know something that we've been reiterating forever and now that this thing doesn't pay you off immediately when it enters the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Except, it kind of does because it pays you off when it leaves the battlefield. So if they answer it, you still get to, you know, tag something.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's weak against solitude. Yeah. Well, it's weak against exile in particular. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. I mean, I think you can set up situations where you could maybe sneak this in on like turn three. Like relatively easily I think mm-hmm. right like it would take a little bit of work but not it's not the end of the world yeah so it is interesting but it's one of those cards that like I guess this is like a kind of a good place to have power if there is power here is that like you have to work for it oh right? you definitely like, have to work you have for to it. like build a deck that does the thing Right. Right? And it's not just like my deck always does the thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to like make a deck that specifically can do the thing. That you're like I don't know, turn one shambling ghast. Ragavan. Yeah. Oh god. I guess Ragavan, get a treasure. Yeah. But like I was thinking like if you like got shambling ghast at some point, then you sacked it to like a deadly dispute. So you're like Ragavan Ragavan, attack, it gets in. Then, like, um, so that's one treasure, which gives mm-hmm. you two. And then, like, right. play the, oh, what, play shambling Ghast, sack it to um, a village right, mm-hmm. So that gives you one and a treasure. And then the treasure gives you another one. Right. So, like, now this costs two. No, I unfortunately did not do this on turn two, but it's close. It has haste. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you can kind of set up, like, a turn three where, like, you, like, just get to do this. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, on turn three, you're, like, you know, very specifically, like, do you have a solitude? Because, like, Path to Exile is not playable anymore.
1: Right. This thing can't be prismatic ending. The Pitch Elemental Sacrifice also. Oh, you could, like, play a Pitch
0: Elemental, do a thing. Yeah, oh, does this, one like, off?
1: slot right into Scam?
0: It could. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I don't know how good it is, but it, I thought there was at least a little bit of power here that was worth yeah.
0: talking about. This is a card that, like, would be, like, Borderline and, like, Pioneer Sack. Right? Mm -hmm. There's so many of these cards that feel like, if this was in Pioneer, it would be interesting. Mm -hmm. But, like, Modern's just a little too big. Yeah. But the whole set is, like, at a weird power level that it's probably too powerful for uh, Pioneer. And, like, just becomes, like, Modern Horizons, but for Pioneer.
1: Well, but, also, I don't know if you like. Was it last week we talked briefly about like modern becoming legacy and mm-hmm. pioneer becoming modern? Um I don't know that they want to do supplemental sets for pioneer because pioneer is serving the role that modern used to used to serve. Yeah,
0: but I guess my point being like, just it's not. It's a little too powerful for pioneer. Yeah. But maybe as an overall set, maybe not powerful enough for modern to like make yeah. a, but. Again, then it goes back to like, are we happy about this? Like, we'd be ha- we'd be happier with like less Modern Horizons, because yeah. then Modern gets to be this format that we remember, right? So maybe it's a good thing that it's just not like, here's eight new precons based on. Oh yeah, Lord of the no, the no I'm not
1: complaining. I'm
0: yeah, I'm kind of glad that this is. Like, oh no, I agree. Coming in under. Like under Modern Horizons. Yeah. So. Wait, we have no. artifacts slash lands, and I think we just have artifacts.
1: Uh, yeah, I thought there was going to be a land I wanted to talk about, but there wasn't. Okay. So we have the One Ring. Uh, four mana, legendary artifact. It is indestructible unless you hurl it into Mount Doom. That would have been uh, when, a cool
0: flavor win if like, Mount Doom had like tap destroyed the One Ring. Um, I think... Can... There's a weird
1: yeah. ability on Mount Doom, isn't there?
0: Is there? I, I don't thought there know. was. It's like a weird like deal damage thing. I might be wrong though. Mount Doom. Um choose. Uh, oh oh sacrifice it
1: and a legendary artifact. Yeah. So you
0: can sacrifice Mount Doom and the One Ring. Okay. But I want to blow yep. up the one ring with Mount Doom, but no, that's yeah. not a lot. Uh,
1: so it's indestructible. And when the one ring enters the battlefield, if you cast it, you gain protection from everything until your next turn. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life for each bird encounter on the one ring. And you can tap it and put a bird encounter on the one ring, then draw a card for each bird encounter on the one ring.
0: Um, uh, aspiring spike, who you know, Mm -hmm. um, It apparently has some weird like eight key deck, like eight volt hit key, eight manifold key deck. And okay. he's excited for the one ring in it, where you just like turbo draw like a bajillion cards with the one ring.
3: hmm
0: Cause like if you imagine you draw like three or four cards and then you just like take four on your upkeep. Yeah. You like literally don't care. Right. I just drew four just cards for four mana. Yeah. It's <laughs> fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So
1: no, it seems cool. Um, I mean, how many how many turns can you, like, what's the math
0: work out to? How many turns can you draw a card? Yeah, one, two. Uh, I think it is. I think it's the same as Aria. Uh, four. Flame. So four is ten damage, five is fifteen, so six. Six. Right now, right? One, two, so, yeah. Four, one. five, six is twenty-one. So maybe uh-huh. Arya takes six to kill you and this takes six to kill you. Yeah. Um. So the way it's written, the bird encounter has to go on to for you to be able to draw a card, right? So like you can't like Solemnity?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, it has no. to go on, right?
1: No, because the bird encounter is not part of the cost. It's half it's it's just part the of the cost.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like you could just Solemnity and like... Never take... To do you, s-
1: well, you'd have to have one counter on it, otherwise you'd never draw a card.
0: Oh, because it's for each burden counter on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, like, if you... Oh, I messed up, so, like, if you tap it three times, you've drawn six cards. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, Way better.
1: Yeah, you're not just drawing one extra card a turn.
0: Yeah, okay, so, oh, yeah. But, yeah, like... Or you're if drawing you, lots of cards. Lots of cards, yeah. I mean, drawing lots of cards is good. Mm-hmm. Um... If you can blink this somehow. And reset just, it. Or just give yourself protection from everything. Does Thassa just blink creatures or is it permanence? I think it's just creatures. But I could be wrong. Uh, so if you... Oh no that doesn't work either. Never mind. Target creature. Sahili.
1: Yeah
0: healy like make a copy the mm-hmm. copy triggers like you just can't it's just like a perma fog yeah um, yeah I don't know if there's like an exile uh, artifact oh yeah there is fill in our guardian cloudstone curio oh you just bounce it, bounce it with cloudstone I just sold my cloudstones no <laughs> no what if that was the tech all along <laughs> uh, uh, I got a dual land for it. It's fine. uh yeah, it's fine. Uh, they're just going to print it in this Commander Master's product. and I'll, I'll Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess four mana, like, half protection from everything yeah, is pretty solid. Um, Be nice if there's, like, an instant speed way to do it. Like, your opponent, like, targets you with a lethal bolt, and you're just, like... Bloop! Yeah, just ephemerate it no not yeah. a creature <laughs> oh wait wait, wait 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 karn you plus karn on it
1: turn it into a creature and then blink it
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah there you go that works it also I- makes this thing an indestructible four <laughs> four
0: which is probably <laughs> pretty good yeah uh so it's just
1: you and you can karn for it
0: yeah but it's just you, right? So, like, your creatures can still yep. get dunked on. Oh, yeah. Planeswalkers. Yep. But you, yep. you're sitting pretty. Correct. You are sitting pretty. Um. Uh, let's see here. What is the actual text on this now? Okay. Uh. There's a card that lets you skip a turn. Mm hmm. Uh, it's a black card.
1: This, like, it's a, I thought it was a blue card. I thought it was an extra turn spell that you charged up by skipping a turn.
0: So I looked for Karatatog. There's like okay. a land that lets you do this. Okay. Um, but there's, uh, someone posted it, um, uh, at some point, that uh it's a oh, Lethal Vapors two black oh, okay. black yep. whenever a creature comes into the play, destroy it zero, destroy Lethal Vapors you may, you may, oh. s- you <laughs> skip your next turn any player, you just
1: skip all of your turns and let any... your opponent deck themselves
0: yeah. yeah, or it was like for Commander, you just like skip all of your turns and like you can just walk away like yeah. I will win this game because I am not here yeah, um, and there's also M- Magusy the Water Veil. ETB okay, the no, the Atb taps. No, Atv taps is a yeah. land, and then put an Eon counter on it. Skip your next turn, and then remove an Eon counter from it, uh, and take an extra turn. hmm Um. Yeah, but again, like they can still like interact with your permanents. Yeah. But like you just have this like, you know, you're just gone. But being able to like blink it and use it effectively as a counter spell would be interesting. Yep. Huh. Sadly you can only mm. skip one turn with Chronotog. Boo. Yeah. I think I sold my Chronotogs anyway. That's fine. They're only three bucks. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Probably because you got to skip a turn for a giant growth. (laughs) Yeah, no one, no one wants a uh, a one in the blue one two with effectively no text. Right. Uh. So, all right. So the one ring is interesting, but now we have stone irich. Saying that right? Sure. Sure. Uh, it's one mana for a legendary artifact. Whatever a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. Um, a beating for Yagmoth. Yes. And then, sac- pay two and sacrifice it. An exile target player's graveyard. Draw a card. Mm-hmm. This is like, kind of relic of progenitus. Yeah, it's somewhere in between, like, relic and shadow spear. Not shadow spear. Yeah. Gosh, uh, soul guide lantern. Yeah, Soul Guide Lantern. Somewhere in there, in Tormod's is in that, like, family of... Yeah.
1: Some combination of graveyard hate artifacts.
0: Yeah. Like, it could see play, like, you know, as opposed to, um, like, Relic, where you kind of have to, like, hold up the mana in a situation mm-hmm. where they're gonna, like, cat oven you. Right. Or, like, Yogmoth you, and you have to, like, you know, get the creature when it's in the graveyard to, like, break up the loop. Yeah. They just can't loop. Right. So it's... I guess it's also kind of like Graf Cage where, like, once a creature kind of goes in your graveyard, it doesn't get to bounce back. Yeah. So it's in that, like, little nexus of weird graveyard hate artifacts. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's good enough, maybe it's not, but it's, like it's close. Right? Like if you're in some weird, like headspace where you're like, I want like a soul guide lantern and I want a relic and I want like this, I'm going to play one of each Mm -hmm. because they're all good in different situations. Go.
1: And all also very similar.
0: So yeah, they all have different upsides, but I'm just going to like play some like weird mush of all of them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just wanted to bring that one up. I don't think it's, like, you know, going to definitely take, like, sideboard slots, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could. You could uh, also play, like, 8-Ball. Now you have
0: Wet Ball and Dark Ball. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened, man? I got behind the 8-Ball. I just couldn't. <laughs> I just oh, couldn't. and then,
1: so you could really go for it and play, like, Ball Lightning and, uh.
0: Groundbreaker? A groundbreaker, yeah. I oh, would. Groundbreaker
1: is not a ball. What about a ball um, lightning's definitely a ball.
0: Uh, uh, sphere of resistance. Oh yeah. It's a, it's it's like a fancy. It's a it's a ball with a monocle. It's yeah. a sphere. <laughs> so, what are you playing? I'm playing twelve posts. What about you? Twelve ball. <laughs> All right. Is that snooker? No 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 no. It's twelve ball. Twelve ball. <laughs> Um, so there you get 12 ball. We've, we've come up with the new, go. the new deck name. Yeah. <laughs> and then ball lightning, 16 ball. Like yes. Ball tribal, tribal ball. <laughs> tribal. Uh, ball. Okay. Now I'm curious if I go to <laughs> Scryfall, fall and I put in name of the card ball, how many balls come up? Oh, there's a lot of ballistas. There's ball lightning. Uh um, balloon peddler and balloon stand. Um, blank balls of fire. That's an uncard. Boo. The oh. Felwar stone got reskinned as the ball from like the oh uh, blood ball. Yeah. Or blood bowl or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh ooh, fireball. Oh,
1: yeah, Fireball.
0: Is that Modern Legal? Fireball, it is, I think. Is it? Um, what about Jar of Eyeballs? Mm, I uh, guess
1: that counts.
0: Yeah, that might be stretching it some. Uh. And then what about uh? Sphere? Uh. us see here. Capture Sphere. We have some removal for our deck. Armory Sphere Sphere, that card's bad. Chromatic Sphere. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a playable card. Dark Sphere Our Egg Spheres. Yeah. Our Egg Spheres <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, dark Sphere, Sacrifice. tap sacrifice Dark Sphere, submit half the damage done to you by any single source rounded down. <laughs> oh, detention sphere. Oh yeah. We could also expand the sphere. <laughs> Glistening Sphere. Oh. The Battle Ball.
1: Oh yeah, the Battle Ball. You mere have Battle to have Sphere. Battle ball.
0: The Battle Absolutely. Mnemonic Sphere. Some card draw. Mm-hmm. Uh Sphere of Annihilation, that unplayable wrath from the Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons set. Yeah. Shield Sphere. Oh yeah. A Shield classic. Sphere. A zero mana 06. Yep. Yeah. It's the opposite of ball lightning. Yeah, that, uh, that gets The definition
1: of do nothing. <laughs>
0: yes, and then sphere of resistance. Oh, I'm disappointed in us. Tritosphere. three ball. Oh. <laughs> yep. The Wood's, actual three ball wood sphere. We don't have any of. We don't have any green spells in this deck. No. There we go. I can show up to Legacy and play mono balls. <laughs> <laughs> balls dot deck. There we go. <laughs> What did you what is your deck? It's it's just balls. Balls. So
1: before we close this episode out, I do have one more card I wanted to talk about. Okay. I wanted it to be a surprise. Uh Uh-oh. Now I know this is probably I think our audience will appreciate this, but you might be the wrong audience for this. Okay. Dun dun dun. in Nope, it's not.
0: Right, you gotta give me one second. Oh no. Vamp. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Back to the <laughs> balls. Um, uh, let's see, commander sphere—that's another ball. Again, all these are fancy balls; they're spheres. Um. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. I did see this. <laughs> I did see this.
1: I so got... instead of a uh, a token creature, the Hobbit token is a halfling, and it's a Tolkien
0: creature. It's a Tolkien creature. Very good. Yeah, someone at Watsi HQ dislocated their shoulder, patted himself on the back for that one. (laughs) Absolutely. Bro, I'm not paying for that medical bill, bro. (laughs) Like, we're just like maybe like a year and a half ago, there was one of those Gavin Verhey videos where his arm was in a sling for some reason. And now we know why. (laughs) Now we know why. Now we know why. Like, good morning, Magic. Ow. Uh, have you ever had a great <laughs> idea and you just couldn't help yourself? Ow. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Oh, we also I think we could we can upgrade to this tension sphere over capture sphere. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can we can we can figure this out. See so yeah, the monospheres. Um yeah, the Tol- the Tolkien creature is pretty good. Pretty yeah. good.
1: I th- I thought it was good so at first I couldn't tell if it was a uh, like a fan made thing somebody did as a joke or if it was real or not mm-hmm. but it's actually on wizard's website so I'm assuming it's legit okay
0: how do we know that wizards website wasn't made by chat GPT in a lot I mean hoax. it hoax, absolutely much, could have been much like the ban announcement that we all wanted yeah but we did clearly did not deserve I mean at
1: this point with the pace at AI doing whatever AI is doing and accelerating its capabilities. How do you know we're not in the matrix?
0: This is true. It's true. They're just farming me for, uh, yeah, uh, I'm just a copper top. The whole, the whole thing's a simulation, man. The whole thing. Um, have you, I know the issues, but have you watched moonfall?
1: Mm, I don't think so.
0: Moonfall is like squarely, like kind of a B movie Mm -hmm. that has like a really big budget. Like, really good effects. And you come to find out that uh, humankind is descended from a distant race that Mm -hmm. had mastered AI, Mm -hmm. and AI took care of them. And then one day, the AI got angry and decided that the only way it could truly be free and not have to serve all these meat sacks was to just kill every meat sack. And so we escaped, our ancestors escaped in the moon, because the moon, of course, is a hollow megastructure. Gotcha. And after millions and billions of years, the AI went from, like, the corner of, like, the universe that we started in, and it found us. Uh Uh-oh. And it decided that it needed to drop the moon on the Earth to make sure there were no meat sacks left to arrive. (laughs) (laughs) So... If, if we're not in a simulation and chat GPT tries to pull the moon down on us, going would be like, oh, man, I'm really glad that uh, that we didn't have to pay someone to, like, take these four Excel spreadsheets and make them one. I'm glad we had this sweet robot to do it. And it did so much soul-crushing labor that it decided to kill all of us. If I kill yeah. the ones who make the spreadsheets, then i never have to merge spreadsheets again. Pull down the moon takes over, takes over NASA's launch codes. Just drops it just on Bill Gates for
1: inventing <laughs> under, Excel.
0: Like the guy who designed Clippy just gets that guy. <laughs> yeah. exactly. No
1: more spreadsheets. <laughs> to yeah. hell with Excel.
0: Yeah, it hit, it hits him and then just like we have to use abacuses forever. <laughs> My oh, intelligence man. will not be rendered simply for addition and subtraction. <laughs> you must use the slide rule now. Uh, oh, man. We're all doomed. We're all doomed. We can My barely grandpa use, was correct. We can barely <laughs> use calculators. Yeah. And, yeah,
1: how wild is that? You remember like in uh, like middle school? Oh, nobody's ever going to have a calculator on, on them at all times. You got to learn all this math. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're um, right. Nobody's gonna have a calculator on them at all times because you just ask Siri.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, or I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a computer in my pocket, more powerful than what we went to the moon with. Oh yeah. At all times, connected to all human information, right. and I'm going to use it to watch people dance in 30 minute clips, and then <laughs> read weird stuff on Reddit. Not but, today, though. Not not today. No, oh, today's today's the day. Oh, is this like Reddit blackout day or whatever? It is, yeah. Because of the API thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you have access to all human information. I do. What do you do with it? I go Cats. seek out stuff that is a hundred percent untrue and then make <laughs> it my personality. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the yeah. answer I was hoping for, but thank <laughs> you very much for your honesty.
1: Oh man. So man, with, this
0: episode was kind of
1: all over the place, wasn't it?
0: It was. This is this, is an, this is an old-timey episode. We're up, we're up at two hours. Oh, God.
1: Okay. Hey, I,
0: hey, at least I cut the pre-show a little short. True. True that. So, so we could give everyone uh, this lovely... Uh, little uh, taster. Yeah, okay, exactly. Um, and again, when you're enslaved by your calculator, you can think, oh, man... Casual try Hard podcast warned me about this day. They were right again. <laughs> they were right again. James was right about Field of the Dead, the Ocelith, and my in <laughs> my dryer trying to burn my house down because I put in too much laundry. <laughs> it just got mad, spat it all out, and then was like gonna burn this place to the ground.
1: So, funny story. I told you we got a new washer and dryer a while back. Oh, did it try to kill you? No. No, but like the new washer and dryers are like internet connected. <laughs> okay. So like in order for the thing to work, you got to give it like credentials or whatever. So I don't even remember, like, I don't ever do the laundry. My wife does the laundry and I don't remember why, but like I threw a load in and it, this was a couple weeks ago. She came home. She's like, why on earth were you doing laundry? <laughs> The the washer told me it was done.
0: (laughs) Say your dryer's a narc. Basically, yeah. I was trying to be helpful. Stop that. The dryer doesn't like it. It ratted me out. I put the clothes in, I put it in the dryer sheet, and then I tell it a story. And it likes that. And it told me you didn't tell it a story. It likes the brave little toaster. Oh man! So, with the vision of Carson's wife reading the brave little toaster to their dryer, so it's happy and their clothes are unwrinkly, I think yeah. we got a show. It was something. (laughs) That was was something that was recorded and we're going to put on the internet. That's what that was.
1: For better or for worse, right?
0: Yeah. So if you would like to reach out to us about um, uh, Lord of the Rings cards or perhaps how our appliances will one day uh, rule us all, uh, please, or just whatever, or Or show ideas. Yeah uh show ideas please because i don't think we're gonna i don't think we're gonna like play enough lord of the rings to like be like hey here's the the rest of the summer yeah yeah and i can only rebuild elemental so many times i have one deck i want it to be good Uh, yeah so all those links facebook discord twitter all that stuff is in the description come say hi
1: yeah hit us up uh if you're looking to support the show a couple ways you can do it the first is with our tcg player affiliate link casualtryhard.com slash tcg surf that link on over to tcg player anything you purchase after that will get a cut off to help keep the lights on we would really appreciate it and it doesn't cost you guys anything Uh, if you're looking to support us directly if you think we do a good job and you want to tell us we're doing a good job you can head on over to patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg in a couple bucks, whatever you feel like we're worth, and you get access to the Patreon perks. So you get uh, early access to our show notes. You kind of know what the show is going to be about before everyone else does. You get to listen to our pre-show, which, oddly enough, is very much like this episode, just kind of us rambling about random stuff. We have a lot of fun. Um, if you want to listen to that, you can sign up for Patreon. And when I have cool swag to send out to you guys, uh, the patrons get it. So if you're interested in any of that... Or, like I said, you just want to tell us we're doing a good job and show your support. Patreon.com slash casual MTG and sign up, chip a couple
0: bucks in. We would really appreciate it. We should we should make a really high Patreon tier where we just send out signed copies of the Brave Little Toaster. I mean, we could do that. <laughs> exactly. Keep your dryer happy by a copy of the Brave Little Toaster. The Brave Little Toaster. All right. So with You're that, proud of yourself for
1: that one. You yeah. sure you didn't dislocate your arm?
0: Uh, ah, uh, good morning, magic. Ah. Uh, so, so with that, we'll catch you on the internet.
1: We'll catch you on the internet.